and we are live. Welcome to the Mythos Mystery Society presents Mr. Corbett, a bubble gumshoe adventure brought to you by Schmuckies. Schmuckies, ah, ah, shit, I got gum on my shoe. <laughs> uh, tonight we're at, it's uh, Mythos Con 2021. This is the second year of us doing Mythos Con, so this is a really exciting time. And we have a bunch of brand new faces here today, actually. I think all of you were technically in like a side episode we did, but uh, not like live on the internet. We just recorded that for funsies and stuff. So this is going to be fun and fresh for everybody here. Um, with that, I'm Dave. I'm the keeper tonight. My pronouns are he, him, and we will go around and briefly introduce each other. Uh, this, And we'll start with uh, Alicia because you're on the left side. Uh, hi, my name's Alicia and I'll be playing Ash or Black Ash. Ashley Black Black Ash. Uh, and then we'll go to Masi. Hey, I'm Mossy. I'm playing Fenson Fitzy Fitzwilliam. All right, and then we'll, uh, Gina. I'm Gina. I'm playing Jesse Davies. And Mike. My name is Mike, and I will be playing Lee Kennedy. Lee Kennedy. And then we can go to Brennan. Hi, my name is Brennan, and I'll be playing as Dustin Dusty Cupboard. Ooh, we got some bad uh, echo there. You guys got it? Okay, cool. Uh, with that, uh, we will begin. It is uh, Prosper Cove, Michigan in the 90s, nebulously the 90s, uh, no specific time or date, um, but uh, it's Thanksgiving. I know this is a Halloween, we're playing this during Halloween, but it is Thanksgiving in Prosper Cove. Um, you are all on your way to a friendsgiving, essentially. Uh, the, your, all of your parents are friends with each other. Um, and every year they decide to have a little friendsgiving to get together uh, and kind of celebrate the neighborhood and stuff like that. With that, uh, you usually rotate whose house it's uh, being uh, done at, but whose house uh, are we having friendsgiving at this year? I believe it's at my palace. Palace. <laughs> Welcome to my, my, my parents. My parents' estate, I should say. Amazing. So uh, we're at Fenston's, the Fitzwilliam estate, uh, which is the one that I believe everyone probably looks forward to the most when uh, the the circle comes around to uh, have Friendsgiving at, because Fenston's the rich kid and everything about Fenston's house is great. So Fenston, because you're setting up um, with your parents, uh, go ahead and describe your parents and then maybe uh, tell us a little bit about Fenston uh, and uh, tell us what dish Fenston's parents have come up with for the Friendsgiving. Sure. My mother is Barbie Fitzwilliam. Uh, she was a beauty queen um, and a state beauty queen actually for Georgia. And my father is Carlisle Fitzwilliam the fifth. Uh, it's been a long, long uh, heading down. My older brother is Carlisle the Fitz, uh, Fitzwilliam the sixth. So I'm glad I didn't get that though. I hate the name Carlisle and I hate my brother. And my dad's all right. Uh, my parents, they don't cook, but uh, we were able to get in some nice frog gras um, as well as a nice bit of escargot, um, which I'm sure all of the children will have, just like me, because I have such a refined palate that I'm sure, I'm sure my other friends, like Dusty, I'm sure he loves escargot. I've seen him eat snails before. Oh, no. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so with that, uh, I want to say the time is drawing near. You've already, you've had the, I guess you can say you've had like, 
you or did you are you so rich that you have like servants in your house or are you just like not that not that level like oh well we're rich we don't have servants in our house they stay in the back okay yes <laughs> got it <laughs> all right with that the i guess the servants have fixed up the house you're all just waiting for the guests to arrive uh who arrives first um uh, just in, whoever's ready because i'm gonna ask you the same questions uh tell us a little bit about your character describe your parents describe what dish they brought to the friendsgiving no um so uh jesse she is uh, into Glee Club, and uh, she has a binder full of all her favorite celebrities and is really in the know about uh, celebrity gossip. Um, my mom is a nurse, and she doesn't mind my silly stuff. Uh, my dad is a businessman. I don't know what he does. He takes a briefcase to work, um, and he's like not really into it, but he's nice enough. Oh, we brought mac and cheese. It's good stuff. My mom made it. Hell yeah, the mac and cheese. <laughs> so I guess, uh, yeah, the door rings. Uh, fence and you probably run to the door to uh, let Jesse in. Now, I want to say your parents are all friends, but you guys might not necessarily be friends. This is, this it, you could be. Uh, you, you do see each other fairly often and stuff. You're not necessarily all in the same class because you vary in ages and, and schools that you even go to and stuff. Uh, how are Fenston and Jesse? Are you two friends or or... I think that uh, Fenston is uh, snobbish and he's condescending to me because he doesn't, he, he's all into opera and not into NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Uh, yes, who is this uh, Jesse person you speak of? I've never heard of her. I've <laughs> never heard of her. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and with that, uh, Jesse, I guess you make yourself at home at Fitzwilliam Estate. Uh, who would like to I go? I got next? a pile of magazines to read. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, I get to the party next, I think. Um, my parents are just hardworking kind of people, um, and they just gave me the the basics to bring to the party. I've got chips and dip. Uh, <laughs> I am the uh, the school's yearbook photographer, and I take the job very seriously since I want to be into get into journalism one day, just like my father. And so uh, I am anxiously awaiting to get to the party so I can document everything and take pictures of all the action and all the people. Um, and I also don't get along very well with Fitzy. I think his family's hiding something and I'm trying to figure out what that is. Awesome. Uh, with that, so wait, are your parents with you? <laughs> no, no, they gave me the chips and dip before I left. And then <laughs> Well, now, like, you know, they dropped me off. And so, you know, they just handed it to me as I got out of the car. <laughs> so uh, now we kind of discussed a little bit about your character because your character is related to a character that has shown up in the past. Um, yeah, thank God my brother Hank is not coming tonight. That guy is such a freaking nerd. Yeah, he's <laughs> that that nerd is in Japan with his friend Kenshin at the moment. Or I think his friend's name is actually Kenny, but he prefers to go by Kenshin because both of them are huge anime nerds. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, so you arrive at the party, I guess, with chips and dip and no parents. <laughs> what? So, like, I guess uh, uh, Fenson's parents are just like, Oh, Mr. Kennedy, are your parents going to be associated with you today? Oh, they will be here later, but they are trying to finish up their work for the day since they don't have servants to help. 
Ah, work, I remember such a thing growing up. Oh, okay, well, come on, boy. You can you can play with our Virtual Boy or our Super Nintendo, whatever you'd like while we wait for your parents to show up. Thank you. Here's the chips and dip that I brought. Oh, thank you. They kind of like go like that, and a, a servant kind of swoops in from nowhere, grabs the chip and dip, and just kind of like disappears to the kitchen. <laughs> uh, all right, who would like to go next? I think as a cool kid, I should be coming in last. Makes sense. <laughs> then I, I'll, I'll step up. Um, <laughs> um, let's see, some questions. So, my mom works two jobs, one of which is cleaning up after the Fitzwilliams. Oh, no. <laughs> she, might, she might actually be here right now. <laughs> um, and I never uh, met, met my father. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> But my so mom's didn't really have great. very far to go. It's more like you showed up after whatever you were doing that day, and your mom was already here. And stuff. <laughs> I was just wandering, looking for mom. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I'm super into Hacky Sack. It's one of my favorite games. Uh, it's much better than Rock Sack. Hurts a lot less. Um, <laughs> for the party, I've chosen to bring Jello, but I unfortunately tripped on my way over, and it has a little extra morsels in there now oh no <laughs> oh yes dusty <laughs> um, good to see you old boy your mama is in the kitchen if you'd like to go meet her and maybe tidy up a little bit like, oh, okay. they like they like to slyly suggest you get clean before entering your we have a hose out back if you'd like it <laughs> just leave a little spray down <laughs> you, uh... or maybe just spray me as i'm approaching the front door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we love the Keplers. They make us feel so good about ourselves. <laughs> we have a spe we have a special servant's hose. Servant's hose. <laughs> Go use the servant's hose. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and should I describe my relationship with? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, all of you could describe your relationships with each other as you think of them and stuff too. Oh. Um, I was just going to say, I tried to get along with Fitzy, um, but after he made me eat all those uh, snails, our relationship uh, could be described as less than friendly. <laughs> those ones were escargot. <laughs> those ones. I was trying to be nice. Those ones. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, with that, I think Ashley would probably show up. Okay. Um, so I have brought some pre-made you know from the store mac and cheese because you know i was too cool and didn't have time to make anything so uh <laughs> my parents are the reason why i'm here i don't really actually know anybody here just because you know i'm too cool for everybody so <laughs> so fucking cool <laughs> Uh, so, uh, how are you, uh, is, so your parents are here, right? Uh, what are your parents kind of like? Are they as cool as you are? <laughs> uh, no, my parents are kind of lame, man. I don't know. I, you know, I don't even really pay attention to what they do anymore. They just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, just, life is just so dark, man. I just, ugh, I don't even, I don't even get it. Why we were even here? The reporters for the Rolling Stones. Oh, they're so lame. <laughs> so you have like the two dorkiest parents in the universe and they come by and they're all super warm with like, oh, uh, Carlisle, how you been? And stuff when they're like wearing glasses and like uh, pull like pillows and stuff like that. And then you come in like, 
a shadow casts in the room. It's like everyone can sense your presence as you walk in and everything like that. Just a, a field of intimidation. Around. Like I'm just like I'm standing there. I'm just like I'm just like really annoyed to be here. Like <laughs> it's so it's so annoying and irritating to be here. <laughs> so your parents begin schmoozing. Uh, they 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 all like kind of get together and they start like just kind of chatting and drinking wine and. You know, the usual what parents do at Thanksgiving uh, kind of spiel. Um, Fenston, what kind of festivities do you have for all the kids at the kitty table? <laughs> yes, um, our 60-foot-long kitty table. Uh, we have... <laughs> uh, surrounding us at this table, we have your air hockey sets. We have the NES, the SNES, uh, the Sega... Uh, uh, Dreamcast, which we got four years earlier than it was supposed to come out. <laughs> the prototype, uh, they say. <laughs> my father uh, works for Sega. <laughs> my uncle. My, uncle my father is Sega. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of... Uh, we have ski ball uh, We have servant ring toss, where you try to throw rings on top of our servants' heads. Um, lots of different games for us to play. Amazing. Uh, and with that, uh, I guess you guys are all playing games, or how do you interact with all this stuff together? Like, do you do you guys like to play games together, or do you kind of just do your own things while your parents are having a great time? Or I'm gonna follow around whatever Jesse's doing. Yeah, I'll play a game. Do you want to play, Mike? Or Lee? Totally. <laughs> what game do you guys play? Uh, whatever is the most popular fighting game in 1994. Probably Street Fighter 2. That seems yeah, right. Street Fighter 2. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> I sucked at it, but <laughs> if you mash X as E Honda, he just goes like this the whole time, and you can win against basically all of your friends. <laughs> yes, I remember that too. Uh, after some, uh, I guess you can say, like, just kind of like hanging out and everything like that. Uh, before dinner is served, uh, a couple more guests come in. They're, you know, they usually see them. They don't really have kids or anything, so they don't bring their kids um, because they don't exist. But uh, after a bit, uh, you uh, essentially the star of Red Heights, which is the neighborhood in, in Prosper Cove that you guys live in, um, enters the, the house. And his name is uh, Mr. Gerald Corbett. Uh, everybody knows this guy in town. He's the most popular guy in town. Like. Oh, everybody's got a story about a time that Mr. Corbett has done something really nice for them. Or like, it's like, oh, he gave me his kidney. Oh, he gave me his kidney too. Are you saying Mr. Corbett has no kidneys? Maybe. <laughs> but, like, uh, but like, he's just an overall good Samaritan. Like, oh, I remember the time that he gave uh, us $1,000 to help us get out of debt and stuff like that. Just overall good Samaritan. This guy comes in and the entire room erupts with like applause and they're all like cheering him on and like he just looks like a normal unassuming dude like parted haircut glasses kind of a he's still wearing his business suit because he just got off of work and everything like that um and yeah he's kind of like the life of the party he shows up uh at at uh, the fitzwilliam house um and yeah you you kind of have a good thanksgiving uh it's nice uh how how does dinner go does any drama happen <laughs> i was very busy taking pictures of everyone's food and them eating it. I don't know if they appreciated it. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> you got the bottom of it. To the bottom everybody of ate, Everybody ate Ashley's mac and cheese despite it being store-bought and nobody ate Jesse's mac and cheese. <laughs> oh. My mom ate it. It was so good. <laughs> 
Your mom's just like, I guess we're going to have mac and cheese uh, for dinner tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, mac and cheese for for the rest of the week, I think, actually, because I made a lot of it. <laughs> three tubs, three whole tubs. Nobody touched any of them. Huh? People were Everybody upset that we killed. People were upset that we killed, dressed, and cooked the turkey at the table. <laughs> <laughs> a cultural Jesus. faux pas for sure. <laughs> That's how Dusty's used to it, though. <laughs> Very traditional. Fitzwilliams goes five generations back. <laughs> Alrighty, and with that, I want to say uh, the night kind of goes on, and you know the guests start to leave slowly. Um, do all of you have a sleepover every year, or do you go back to your houses? You don't have to have a sleepover for the story to continue. Let's put it that. Way. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> I, I think I'll head home. Yeah, same. With all of your mac and cheese, <laughs> and you got photos you got to develop the old-fashioned way because the internet is not quite what it is today. Um, Digital cameras, those are just so flaky. Nobody would use those. Why would real photographers use film? <laughs> Amazing. And then they go to the Super Kmart, and that's where they develop it for like two days. <laughs> Uh, with that, Fenston, we are at your house. I want to say it's 2 a.m. Why do you get up at 2 a.m.? Do you got to pee? Do you got to get something to drink? Do you usually get up at 2 a.m.? Yes, I got up at 2 a.m. and got up Dusty's mother so she could make me a PB&J sandwich. <laughs> my midnight, my 2 a.m. snack. So, uh, uh, Miss Kepler is, uh, you, you, you tell her to go do that, but she's taking an awfully long time. So I want to say you probably go down to the kitchen uh to uh see if you can either make it yourself or just see what you know what's what's the hold up and stuff like that i'm trying to find out where the servant's kitchen is <laughs> i'm lost in my own house <laughs> you find yourself in the kitchen uh your kitchen i guess uh because you just can't find the other kitchen <laughs> It's one of the three kitchens, and you know it's either the one in the basement or I like, can't can't really figure it out. But uh, uh, you're in the kitchen, and uh, you turn on the lights and stuff. Maybe you grab yourself a drink while you wait for Miss Kepler to come back with your sandwich. Um, you see a light next door, and what you you know uh, I kind of forgot to mention it, but Mr. Corbett is your neighbor. Uh, he lives in the mansion within earshot of you. Uh, you got a good enough estate, but like. You can see Mr. Corbett's house from your kitchen window, uh, relatively decently close. Um, the only reason that Mr. Corbett's house kind of uh, strikes you is that one of the lights is on and it's 2 a.m. Uh, it's a second floor light uh, and you're like, it's kind of weird that the light's on and stuff. Um, do you have any points or would you like to use a skill at all? Uh, intuition. I have a feeling something kinky is going going down omar and you are a child <laughs> so i this am is uber exciting now do you have a point in it that you would like to spend or do you just want to go base level i have 10 points <laughs> wait what oh is that a general ability oh intuition yeah. is a general ability uh okay so if it is a general ability you would have to roll for it which i could let you roll i mean you do have a 10 in it so you could i want to say this is probably an intuition roll of two points sure i'll just try to roll for two or better then. okay yeah go ahead and roll Three. Three. Okay, so you passed. Um, so uh, what you see is uh, you're kind of like, you're sipping your water and you're looking up uh, at this house and you're like trying to get a closer look. You kind of like lean over the kitchen and then uh, it just kind of looks like a yellow light at first. And then all of a sudden you see what looks like a um, uh, like a figure, like a silhouette 
it's uh, against the yellow light. Um, this is strange, too, because it doesn't look like Mr. Corbett, uh, who famously lives alone. Um, it looks like somebody else, and you can't quite sure what you're making out. Uh, you do notice that it is a thin figure, um, like, not, not like, uh, you know, just kind of a scrawny thin figure. Um, longer hair, it looks like, based on the silhouette, because the hair, the head just kind of, like, goes down like this. Um, hard to tell, uh, what it is. Um, and then you kind of hear something at the front door of Mr. Corbett's house that kind of snaps you out of it. And as you turn to look at uh, what's going on at the front door of Mr. Corbett's house, uh, for a faint second, you could have sworn that the silhouette's head fell off. But when you look back, the silhouette isn't there at all. It's just the window, the lights are still on, but there's no silhouette standing in the doorway, which is weird. Uh, but what caught your attention is that you see Mr. Corbett, again, it's 2 a.m. Uh, he's at his front door and he's got what looks like a couple bags of groceries in his hand. Uh, and it looks like he's dropped one. Um, he's uh, bending over to pick it up and he's looking around a little frantically. Uh, you you rolled for intuition and you succeeded. So you, you can see it and you're like, is he picking up a human arm? He picks up something that kind of looks like a human arm, quickly stuffs it inside of his bag, inside of the bag, opens the door and goes in. And as you're just like, you hear... I'm sorry, Mr. Fitzwilliam, here you go behind you. And uh, it's uh, uh, Dustin's mom with a sandwich. It's like, I went to your room, you weren't there. I had to get jelly from the uh, from the pantry out in the in the, in the second shack. <laughs> you know, the, the grocery shack that we have. It took me Throw it away. two I'm... miles away. <laughs> Throw it away, I've lost my appetite. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> How can I feed Dusty? <laughs> You make don't give him don't give him that sandwich. Throw it away, <laughs> I say. I want you to throw it in the trash compactor in front of my eyes. <laughs> She's crying the entire no. It's, it's not that bad. But yeah, uh, when you turn back, Mister Corbett is inside. All the lights in the house seem to have turned off. Um, it's almost like maybe you were dreaming. It is two a.m. You're tired. You've had a long day. It's Thanksgiving, uh, and you have to be up early in the morning because it's Black Friday. <laughs> so um, with that, we're going to cut to the morning. Uh, it's still going to be Fenston's house. Uh, Fenston is, uh, you're having breakfast with your parents um, <laughs> at the super long <laughs> table. <laughs> How are you doing, mother? Father? They're all the way down. Okay. <laughs> Why wouldn't you have telephones? Don't you have enough? Yeah, yeah, telephones. <laughs> the other side. Oh, right, right. Fenton's mother. <laughs> Mrs. Kepler, come here. I'm going to tell you, you run all the way down. <laughs> then run back. <laughs> Amazing. But uh, yes, you're having, what do you, what do you have for breakfast, Fenton? Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> Gold flaked. <laughs> Amazing. You get yeah. You have like a little cheese parmesan grinder that it just puts gold flakes on your Cheerios. Um, with that, it, it is early in the morning. I want to say you were up at two a.m. It is now like six a.m. because uh, your parents are planning on buying out all the doorbusters before all the boars can get them. <laughs> just to have them, you know how it is. We need like twenty TVs for the back house and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah. We're just going to buy that Staples itself, the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the rest of them to go home. 
Tell um, them go home. <laughs> your your father is having a steak for breakfast. Um, and uh, yeah, you can ask questions about anything. Or um, but yeah, you're you're all just having like a family breakfast as you're getting ready for the doorbusters and stuff. Uh, mother, sorry, <laughs> this is Kepler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please ask Mother if she has noticed anything weird with Mr... What was his name again? Uh, Corbett. Corbett. Corb... <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, we're not going to do it. Uh, so uh, your mother is like, um, uh, anything strange? What do you mean, darling? I mean, I was up last night around 2 a.m. for my usual midnight snack which took forever. Uh, <laughs> something must be done about that. Uh, when I could have swore, I saw Mr. Corbett's... I thought I saw a human arm. Not attached to Mr. Corbett, not like normal I was about to arms. say, Mr. Corbett famously has two arms, darling. <laughs> yes, he gave away he gave away one, and then somebody else gave him his. Theirs. <laughs> Such a nice guy. And he refused. He refused. He said that he knew... Uh, some sort of procedure to grow it back. <laughs> Just like he did with his two kidneys. <laughs> but um, um, a human arm, you say? Well, that just sounds preposterous. There's, there's. I mean, you must have been dreaming. It, it was what you said. 2 a.m. is your famous time that you usually get up. Um, it is. I saw what I saw, Father. You should trust me on that. Yeah. After all... Didn't I choose wise? Tell you wisely to choose uh, to invest in IBM. <laughs> you did. You're a solid stocksman, Fenston. I'll give you that. But as far as seeing what you saw, there's no way it could be true. Mr. Corbett is famously the most uh, pristine person in town, and I refuse to believe that your little horror stories that maybe Dusty was getting into your mind a little bit that night, and you were probably just having a bad dream. Did you see anything else then? Some space monster maybe landing on the building or something? Father, don't be preposterous. I saw a thin figure lose its head. <laughs> thin figure? Mr. Corbett, he does not have any family. He doesn't. He lives alone. He doesn't even have servants. He refuses to have servants. He's, uh, you, you know why? You know why he doesn't have servants, why he lives alone, don't you? Yes, he gave away all of his wealth to them. And then they invested it wisely and gave it back to him. <laughs> no, no, darling. He lost his, he lost his, uh, uh, what's it? <laughs> he had a wife and a daughter and uh, he lost them both in a car accident, unfortunately. So now he likes to live alone because he's going through some things. Ah, that's also famously why he doesn't own a car. Yes, that's why he runs everywhere now. Uh, he owns a car. <laughs> Just, <laughs> it was a rather nice car. We, we gifted it to him, actually. It, was, it used to be our car. It was, an old, it was just an old Dodge we had lying around. <laughs> it's that 1919 Dodge. <laughs> In fact, honey, I don't... I believe... Uh, didn't you say... Um, if he if her daughter was still or if his daughter was still alive, he'd be about or she'd be about your age nowadays, little Fitzy, about fourteen. But that was a while ago. That was a long time ago. I want to say six years, maybe. I have no recollection of her ever being alive. <laughs> That's because well, despite being our neighbor, 
But you know what? I generally don't pay any mind to anybody who's not at least talking at the seventh grade level, which I doubt she was at that point. That's right, talking at the seventh grade level, not reading. <laughs> not <Talking. reading. laughs> uh, and with that, uh, I want to say you finish up having breakfast. Um, uh, the, the, your parents are a little upset with you for having such crass accusations about things you saw with Mr. Corbett and his sensitive history and everything like that. But all you and all of your friends have decided you talked about it last night uh, at Thanksgiving that you wanted to go to a doorbuster deal somewhere. Where do you guys want to go for a doorbuster deal? Remember, it's the 90s. Camera store. Circuit City. <laughs> Ra- Radio Shack. Radio Shack. Radio Shack. Radio land. Shack for a, uh, <laughs> for a doorbuster at Radio Shack. EB Games. <laughs> you Bourbon. could do EB games. Blockbuster video. <laughs> For <Dorbins. laughs> yeah. I don't even know what a doorbuster is. <laughs> I don't know what a doorbuster He doesn't even have a door. Rad. Dusty doesn't have a door. What is a door? door? <laughs> His doorbusters are literally a busted door. <laughs> How else do you exit a room? <laughs> I think I heard Kmart mentioned earlier. A super Kmart? That's a good doorbuster. Which which one? Which one? Where do we go? I like Mervins. Mervins? What's Mervins? <laughs> Wait, what? You don't know what's oh, Mervins. Boy. What's a Mervins? Oh, you weren't around here. That's right. It may not be Is it a California over. thing? Oh, maybe that's just a California. Thing. It's like was... J.C. Penney's, but it was owned by like it was a chain department store that closed in like the early two thousands, and it was oh. like J.C. Penney and they were everywhere in California. Oh, it has to be a Michigan store is the thing, so we can't be a oh, Mervins. Right. <laughs> Uh, it can't cheese, be this thing I've never heard of. <laughs> Cheeses and beyond. Let's go there. <laughs> we'll just say, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Circuit City seemed like one a lot of people wanted to go to. And that's a good, yeah. very good, solid 90s store. Actually, Circuit City has appeared in, in Prosper COVID in one of our stories before. So this is kind of perfect. Um, so you all meet up for a doorbuster at Circuit City. And there's kind of a line already forming outside. Uh, Fenston, you get dropped off. Everyone's already there. Um, you famously always show up late because you don't need to stand in line with the with the drivel <laughs> but yes you all meet up i'm going to take pictures of the uh the line to continue my documentation i'm also going to make sure to take pictures of fitzy's car as it comes and goes just in case just, <laughs> just make sure you I'm, get my good side i'm in line to buy a walkman a walkman yes <laughs> I'm clenching a, uh, a handful of nickels, hoping I can afford something, anything, <laughs> to be one of the gang. <laughs> your friends told you today's the day to bust out your savings. <laughs> um, I guess, like, I feel like the image of, like, the cool kid would be, like, you know, like a cassette player or a Walkman. And, like, I'll be looking for, like, some good combat boots. <laughs> At the circuit scene. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Amazing. Well, yeah, Fitz, uh, you are, or Fenston more so, uh, you have uh, information. Fitzy, Fitzy, if you will. Fitzy. But yeah, you, you, you saw something weird last night, right? Yes, I did. I saw that it took forever for Dusty's <laughs> mother to give me my goddamn PB. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's mad. You didn't get it right now. Uh, <laughs> No, I getting this guy's name. Corbett. Corbett. I I I saw something weird at Corbett's house. Uh 
it was like 2 a.m. And I saw this strange figure in his upstairs hallway. It was very thin, very slender. Kind of like Dusty when he hasn't had anything to eat for 10 minutes. So Dusty all the time. So <laughs> Dusty all the time, yeah. He's very malnourished. <laughs> We're honestly concerned. <laughs> Dusty reaches uh, into his pocket and oh, more Jello. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> more Jello. Wasn't Jello. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> oh no, not Jello. <laughs> but I swear that I, I, this, this, this person, this thing, I swear its head just came off. It was probably a mannequin or something. But it was there, and then it wasn't. It probably fell over. But at the same time this was happening, there, Mr. Corbett had bags, and I swear I saw a human arm on the ground outside. Our All right, now you're just imagining things. Are bags not used, not used to hold things in anymore? I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm not arguing whether or not bags can hold things. <laughs> Although I don't know the strength on this one, but it, it, I saw a human arm. Don't you find that weird, Jesse? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about InSync. <laughs> Amazing. But was it no? It was in sync, like around the '92. I was just googling it, and then it <laughs> no. came a little bit later, later '90s. Um, we're nebulously we're in the '90s. Right? Yeah. No, it's <laughs> nebulously that. Well, there's no specific date in the '90s that we are. So just if it happened in the '90s, it happened. Oh, okay. That's how the PlayStation and the NES came out in the same year. <laughs> I don't want to do the homework and figure out when all this shit happened. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that it really happened, but I have the day off school. So, like, if you guys want to go to the mansion neighborhood and take a look, I, I'd be up for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if Jesse's going, going, I'm going. I like, I guess I'll go. With that, well, as I never were... really invited you, but sure. <laughs> I guess you guys could come over. Oh, Fine. <laughs> we'll stalk my neighbor. We'll make a whole day out of it. <laughs> no, but um, as you guys are talking about, I don't know, investigating your neighbor's house, uh, you notice that very same old Dodge that your parents gifted the Mr. Corbett for a favor that he did for them pulls into the uh, Circuit City parking lot. And you see Mr. Corbett himself get out of the uh, car. And he doesn't go to the Circuit City. Uh, he goes to like a little alley in between the Circuit City. You see him just kind of walk in, and you're still standing in line at the Doorbuster deal. You're getting really close to the entrance, though. I mean, I'm too busy getting ready to go into the Circuit City since <laughs> this is not my mystery. <laughs> you're the investigator. <laughs> But it's got to be a legit investigation. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I think he's crazy. 
<laughs> Mr. Corbett's a fucking saint. <laughs> His parents are the suspicious ones. <laughs> I mean, Dusty. where did all their money come from? I mean, come on. <laughs> IBM Dusty. Stocks, apparently. <laughs> Dusty, why don't you follow Mr. Corbett? He wouldn't be able to discern you from the trash in the alley. <laughs> you can easily sneak around. <laughs> Sounds good, boss. <laughs> to be honest, if I like... spent any of this, I'd be financially ruined. <laughs> <laughs> ruined, ruined. Put it back in my pocket. And I proceed to just sort of roll silently behind Mr. Corbett. He has his ground. own like sneaky theme song. He's like humming to himself. You just kind of you get on the like floor crump. and you turn into a cloud of dust like pig pen and then just that <laughs> dust just kind of like <laughs> um would anybody start else... hubbing the, the the mission impossible theme <laughs> <laughs> uh would anybody else like to do some snooping with dusty <laughs> who doesn't care as much about the I have enough dust to go around <laughs> I am not going anywhere near <laughs> dusty <laughs> Is our brand new chinos. <laughs> Dusty can go alone. That's fine if all of you are super set on the doorbuster deal. And at this point, you just think Fenston's kind of telling a stupid tale. And Dusty's maybe the only one stupid enough to get out of line at a doorbuster to go do this. Okay, with that, Dusty, uh, how do you go? So you saw Mr. Corbett walk into an alleyway, and then you don't really know what's in this alleyway. You, I want to say you get up to the corner of this alley. Um, and you don't necessarily know what's around the corner. How would you like to proceed? Um, I'd like to creep as far up to the corner without being seen and push my ear to the ground. <laughs> you have the seismic vibrations. <laughs> You're uh, pushing your ear to the ground? You're not placing it gently? No, I'm pushing it. It really okay. hurts. Oh, it really hurts. <laughs> Let's say... I shouldn't hear anything. You know what? If you'd like, you can spend a couple points or a point. Just one point would probably do it in outdoors if you have that. Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. So get, uh, take a point out of that. Based on your time living on the streets, you could tell that Mr. Corbett is exactly 17 feet away and that there are a few <laughs> trash bins in the way that you could easily hide behind if you were to go around the corner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I... Upon learning, you can also I... tell that he's meeting someone, and that that someone is inside of a van. <laughs> Ooh! Um, I scurry around the corner like a street rat that I am. All right, silently, undetected. Here's what I would like to do. I want to make you uh, roll a sneaking check because then we'll see how well you get away with this. I want to say the bar you have to hit is. We'll say three. Mister Corbett doesn't know that anybody's onto him or anything like that. I'm gonna bet one for my one. pool and okay cool that this die works so you need to hit a two or higher yeah three nice there you go so you you snake uh behind some uh trash and everything like that and you manage to get close enough and you're wearing like a wet cardboard box <laughs> like, a like suit. bananas <laughs> on top of me yeah, <laughs> your everyday just apparel. Like, just papers on top. You of put me. up two empty bananas as binoculars, <laughs> even though they don't do anything. 
And uh, you manage to get close enough to Mr. Corbett. Um, and what you see is Mr. Corbett is meeting somebody who's talking to him. This man is uh, parked in this back alleyway. He has a white van with feature featureless white van, no windows or anything on it. The back doors are open and he's negotiating with Mr. Corbett what seems to be a cooler like a kind of just a one single-handed cooler, not not like a big cooler or anything like that. Mr. Corbett is like, oh, uh, "Come on, man! You know I need this. You know you know we're doing this for the, you know what we're doing this for, right?" And he just goes, "I just need a little bit more cash, man. It's uh, it's you know it's Black Friday. I got to treat my kids." <laughs> and he's like, "Fine, fine. It's worth it. Fine. What do you want?" And then they negotiate a barter and everything like that. Uh, the dealer seems to be satisfied. Um, and, uh, Mr. Corbett takes this, uh, unlabeled cooler from this suspicious man. Um, the suspicious man just kind of, you know, uh, nods his head, gets into his van, starts the van up, doesn't quite leave just yet. And Mr. Corbett starts to leave the alleyway back the direction he came. Uh, because you were so good at, uh, sneaking around, he doesn't see you at all, walks right past you. Um, is there anything you'd like to do before he exits the alley or just was that enough? He has a cooler, he said? Yeah, he has a, 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 a hand on a cooler. And what's interesting mm -hmm. is he seems to have handcuffed himself to it. Okay, that grows that, that <laughs> idea. <laughs> you were going to try to take... I'm pretty sure he'd notice he wasn't carrying the thing he bartered for. <laughs> no one suspects the trash. <laughs> You're going to open it, dip in, eat what was ever inside, put it back. Over <laughs> However, the fact that he has handcuffed himself to it is a notable feature when you try to consider taking it from him is more suspicious to be super fair. Like, definitely something weird's going on with that. Um, and with that, uh, everybody, everybody that's in line at the Circuit City, you're next to get into the store. Uh, you see Mr. Corbett walk out with a package he didn't have before, and you don't see Dusty. <laughs> Wait, is that Dusty right there? Oh, no, no, that's a trash bag. Oh, no. <laughs> is it a Playmate cooler, or is it like a Coleman cooler? Like, what kind of cooler is it? I want to say the first one you said, because I do know those brands. Playmate, um, yeah, that was yeah. like one of the big ones in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's got like a red cooler? bottom, red bottom, white top, single plastic handle kind of thing, handcuffed. <laughs> you know, the typical handcuffs that those seem to come with, just in case you really don't want people getting your beers. <laughs> I'd like to uh, take a couple of pictures of the cooler because that does Ooh. seem a little weird that he'd walk into a, a uh, an alleyway behind a store to get a cooler. Yeah, what's that all about? So what kind of camera do you have, by the way? Um, I have a hand-me-down camera from my parents. Oh. Uh, it's a, uh, an old Canon. Has it, has it uh, covered wars, you know? <laughs> no, no, it hasn't covered wars, but it did cover the great political debates of its era. Ooh, so it, so your parents are pretty like. The, you, are you following in your parents' footsteps then? Yeah, my father's footsteps. My oh, mother's awesome. a stay-at-home mother. Nice. Um, so cool. So you have. Oh man, that's kind of cool that you have like a relic camera. <laughs> Um, but yeah, with that, after some time, uh, as long as nobody does anything for Mr. Corbett. Um, well, I'm concerned all of a sudden. I didn't believe Fitzy at first, but now that Dusty's missing, I'm just going to like shout like, Hey, Dusty? Fitzy, like if he hears me down the alley. <laughs> Dude, well, you probably hear that, Dusty. Uh, and yeah, Mr. Yeah. Corbett gets to his car and starts to get in. 
uh, and then it's funny, a, a few things serendipitously happen at the same time. Dusty hears his name. Uh, do you come running out of the alleyway then, or? Oh, friends? You start to go, yeah. and then uh, right as Oh, you're... that's a good Dusty, that's a good Dusty. I put a Kit Kat wafer on his nose. <laughs> <laughs> you're he running towards your friends. <laughs> at the exact same time you're running towards your friends, uh, the Circuit City employee says, okay, kids, you get, get on in here. Uh, and so it's like the kids are now starting to go into the Circuit City. Will Dusty make it in time? <laughs> it's all slow motion. Uh, Dusty, I want you to roll a, uh, just for funsies because this is stupid and fun. An <laughs> athletics check of three. <laughs> all right. Do you want to bet anything? Nope. <laughs> no. I'm going in. Ah, uh, dang it! Two. <laughs> <laughs> the kids go into the circuit city, and the guy stops. He's like, "Whoa, you gotta get to the back oh, of the line!" Oh, there. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now you'll never get that nothing you were gonna get with the five nickels. You had on there. Dusty, I'm not sure. Okay, for a second I thought he might have murdered you, but uh, we'll be right back out. Nobody. Show, somebody give me a stick of gum. I I hurl two nickels in. <laughs> tic Tac's the same, right? A single Tic Tac. That's about the same. It's about the same. <laughs> Alrighty, and with that, uh, I want to say, you know, you guys have your shopping spree. Does anybody get anything? Uh, I guess like I could like mosey on over to like the the music section, like the punk music section. The punk music section you get yourself some cds or tapes yeah yeah nice i guess like you know like around this time like it was like cassettes were still like okay to use <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i got a walkman and some uh, a couple of pop cassette tapes pop music. nice, nice. <laughs> anybody else I, uh i decide to start a, a business venture there and <laughs> i set up a bunch of these old aol uh sample cds that use them in the mail and charge them each for a dollar you make a killing. I make a killing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And then lady. People love know. AOL. <laughs> it's the get those free sample discs. <laughs> Does Lee get anything? Or no? Yeah, no, I just pick up some two for one film. Nice. <laughs> uh, and with that, uh, and Dusty, I guess Dusty gets one stick of gum. But it wasn't anything anyone, like nobody bought you a whole pack. It's like somebody bought a pack for themselves and then just handed you a piece of gum. And you assume that that's just how much your nickels would get you. <laughs> exactly what I want. It's exactly, it's everything it could have asked for. <laughs> it's not even a flavor you like. <laughs> it's cinnamon, you know, every child's favorite flavor. It's one of the, it's one of those it's deeper It's for ones. some reason. <laughs> it's black licorice. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, with that, uh, now the floor kind of opens to you guys how you'd like to do whatever you'd like to do. Um, you get back from uh, your, your shopping spree. Uh, I don't know if you go to multiple places or anything like that, but um, uh, yeah, you, you kind of seem to be starting a plan. You can talk more about that or whatever you want to do. But yeah, you're out of the Circuit City now and just kind of meeting up wherever you want to meet up. Um, I am now suspicious of Mr. Corbett because the cooler handcuffed to him seems really weird um maybe we just go to his house and see if he's there it's the weekend right oh it's black friday so he's probably off work since everyone else wasn't in the alley this i share what i saw about this other man in the van exchanging money for something in some sort of a, a cooler but i couldn't <laughs> get close enough 
to find out what it was. If you want, I'd say you can spend a point in notice, if you have a point in notice, uh, Dusty, uh, to remember the license plate of the the van, if you want to. If you don't have a point in notice, then you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I have a point. I'll use it. Okay, you're gonna. Oh, so so that is another avenue. Is that uh, you know Kennedy is pretty good at investigating and stuff. Um, so you do have the license plate of this van. You remember the make and model uh, in the license plate, and you know that it's an unmarked white van. So you might be able to look up that as well. Um, but uh, yeah, you, there's there's two options for you guys right there. All right. Well, that's really weird. I guess we can kind of look into that. Um... We can also go get my film developed since I took pictures of the cooler. We can see if there's anything we can find out from that. Sounds like we're going to Lee's house. We're going to Lee's house to, to do your films and uh, look up stuff on your internet computer. Internet computer. Better tell yeah, your mom to start it up now. <laughs> <laughs> start, up, start up the internet because we'll yeah, be there in about 30 out. minutes. Here, I'll give you this AOL. I'll give you this AOL CD for free. We just, have, just for for we just have to hope she's not on the phone. Otherwise, we'll have to wait for her to finish talking to the neighbor. And Dusty, if you do good, I'll let you pet your tom uh, your pet your virtual pet on your Tamagotchi today. Oh. <laughs> but he died. <laughs> like all your pets, right? Like oh pets. no! You try giving him your after food they scraps. visit Fizzy. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so I want to meet. I want to say you guys all meet up at Lee's house because it sounds like a good uh, avenue to do things. Um, Lee, what does your house look like? Oh, just a standard house from the suburbs. Single story, two car garage. Not new, but not super old. So my, my mother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, your house. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and yeah, so. Uh, does everybody go up to your room to just kind of hang out and shoot the shit over figuring out how you're going to investigate this thing? No, there's no reason to go to my room. There's no computer in there. We need to go to the family room computer. That's right. Why would they give you your own computer? It's the fucking 90s. There's I'm not fixy. Come on now. <laughs> so you're in the den. Uh, which so, is so we're in the den. Uh, my mother just got off the phone, so we can go ahead and turn on the computer <laughs> and wait for the dial-up to connect. Lee, why are there so many empty Zima bottles around? <laughs> we don't ask those questions. <laughs> Some mysteries are best left unsolved. <laughs> I get out no. my Lisa Frank binder to take notes because they don't have a printer, so you got to copy everything from the internet. <laughs> that you of your trapper keeper. A few pages, a few pages of like what the, what are the Backstreet Boys currently up to? <laughs> Backstreet's back. <laughs> All, All right. right. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so uh, we can kind of open the floor for an investigation. Uh, anybody who has any questions or anything they want to look into, you can also spend points if you'd like uh, in anything that you think would apply. Um, but uh, and if there's a way to get that information, uh, Lee would probably look it up or something like that. Um, so uh, how would you like to proceed? You can also look up stuff about Mr. Corbett. It doesn't have to be all about the stuff about the van or whatever. So. Yeah, I mean, I think um, we can start with the van because that's the most suspicious aspect of it. All right. So I want to say that would probably require a, a computer check. 
Uh, I want to say a pretty high computer check too, like a skill check of five. Um, if you'd like to look that up, because you're literally looking up somebody's personal information about a vehicle that they have. Um, so yeah, but again, you could bet points towards it. I'm pretty sure your character's really good at computers anyway. Um, I actually didn't take that many points this time around. Oops. Uh, well, you could do it anyway. Well, I mean, anybody who's good at computers can take take the. I have dealers. computer points. Of course you do. Why don't Why don't I leave Jess to take care of that since she's so great at computers? Yeah, you figured sarcastic. out the, the the home addresses of every member of uh, ninety eight <laughs> degrees. So like, you, you definitely, <laughs> you've definitely done stuff like this before. It's each of their names followed by sixty nine. That's what that turns out to be all of their email addresses. Uh, with that, AOL.com. Yes, uh, skill check of six. So again, you can uh, uh, bet points towards this if you'd like. Um, I'll do three points, and so I'll roll for a thing. Okay. Uh, roll a one. Oh, dang. So, uh, here's what you get, because, uh, you spent a little bit of points. I guess I could give you something. Um, you don't necessarily get his address or, like, a phone number or anything like that. Um, you do get, like, a name, uh, based on that. Uh, the name is, uh, Carl... Carl Carlson. Sagan. <laughs> Carl I Sagan. definitely didn't make it up right now, <laughs> but his name is Carl Carlson, um, and that's the name you get. But you don't get an address. You don't get a, a phone number or anything like that. Um, I bet that Lee's family has a white pages, and I'd like to see if he's listed in the white pages. That's super great. Uh, you don't even need to spend a point. That's just ingenious. Um, <laughs> Yes, Carlson Carl does pop up in the phone book. With does, the do phone white pages? Address? I forget. Yeah. So wait, do white pages list wait, addresses? Is, it, is Carlson Carl my dad, or is it Carl Carlson? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Carls going on. <laughs> no, your name's Carl. Your dad's name is Carlisle, isn't it? Or Carlisle yeah. Carlson? Or Carlisle. Something? Okay, now. Yeah. Or Fitzwilliam. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it's just Mr. Fitzwilliam to me. <laughs> if it was your dad, I'd have to change the name because I totally. Just, um, uh, yeah, if white pages list addresses and stuff, I want to say that his address is listed. Um, yeah, they, they do unless they um, opted out, but they normally did. Oh, uh, he opted out then. Okay. But his phone number is in there. Uh, okay. uh, which is, was stupid of him, but he, he maybe that's how he tells people how to contact him or something like that is via the white pages. But yes, uh, no address, but his phone number is listed. So now you do have his name and his phone number. Okay, that's good to know. I'd like to. I'd like for some of us, one of us, to call him. But whoever sounds the most grown up, and we should come up with questions or something first. Well, I can sound the most grown up. <laughs> and British. This is. <laughs> that's what grown ups sound like, right? <laughs> I just. <laughs> Whenever I try to sound grown up, I just think of Mrs. Doubtfire. How does she sound? <laughs> Hello! Hello! <laughs> Amazing. Uh, but what questions would you like me to ask? Have you ever seen a human arm not attached to a body? You want to see I feel like body? that is something like a 12 year old might ask an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Which That's would why I'm send not off a lot of red flags to that adult. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, maybe you we have can, both your arms. <laughs> maybe we can ask him like what his job is. Like, 
I don't know, he runs a morgue or something. Maybe we can like pretend that we're doing a school report on like one of our heroes and we decided to name Mr. Corbett as our hero. How did we get his phone number? Is so you found a random person he interacted with? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're 12. Yeah, sure. That sounds great. <laughs> why don't we, uh, why don't we uh, pretend like we're calling from Arbitron to find out what his current viewing stat statistics are for TV? Hmm? Nielsen ratings? No. And then what would we do with those ratings? Just uh, like, what kind of shows are you drawn to? Uh, more of the murder How kind? To murder. <laughs> How to get away with murder? We He's could, a true crime fan. We could maybe ask him if he would like to buy our Tupperware. <laughs> do you need any more knives? Because you're all out killing. <laughs> all out from killing people. I actually imagine a bunch of 12 year olds in somebody's family den talking about this and the parents like washing dishes in the room literally right next door to be like, they must be playing some sort of game. <laughs> I loved Clue <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> Go for it, Fenston. You sound the most grown up. Or so we think. <laughs> Would you like to call a mysterious man with a white van? <laughs> Every single day of my life. <laughs> Does grown up face work over the phone? <laughs> grown up? Yeah. No, I don't okay. say. Yeah. Okay. No, that would work. I forgot that's a fucking skill. <laughs> that's great. Um, all right. So do you call? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm calling Carl. Carl Carlson. Carlson. Carl Carlson. So the phone starts ringing. And then you're. Yeah. It sounds like a voice modulator on the other. <laughs> <laughs> <It's ruined. laughs> uh, sorry. Um, hello, is this Mr. Carl Carlson? You got him. Hi. This is the uh, part where children feel like they've definitely got in over their heads. <laughs> children, I feel like we're in over our heads right now. <laughs> Hi. I'm calling from Mervyn's, and I just Mervyn's? had a few... Yeah, Mervyn's, the clothing store. You've heard of us, correct? You're not from, like, the Midwest? We're, I live in Michigan, man. <laughs> oh, uh, well, we're thinking about opening a Mervyn's near you, and we were hoping to find out what it is that you like most so tell me what what is it you like the most but what is it about yourself that you that would that we as mervyn's employees hold, hold on one second and then you hear him kind of like move away from he's like we're going to chuck e cheese later guys calm down. this is working calm down okay all right sorry uh sorry i don't i don't want to go to, i don't i don't i don't like i don't like clothes goodbye <laughs> uh uh if you want um let's see well, we know he's a nudist, so we got that. <laughs> you must be a nudist. Um, where are you? Let's see. What could you roll to get him to not hang up the phone immediately? Uh, maybe give me an intuition check of five. That seems about right. Or filch. Give me a uh, filch check of five. Can I use a couple points for filch? Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to use two. Two? So then it's a, a three. You have to get three or higher. 
Damn. Uh, he hangs up. <laughs> but you did get something out of that. He said he will be at a Chuck E. Cheese later. Yes. Everyone. I did great. Let me just tell you. <laughs> I am the best. <laughs> There's nobody but... No. Uh, also, super sure sus. They... He had a voice modulator on when he was answering the phone. <laughs> but he, I heard him... Sure to look completely shocked and bewildered when he hangs up the phone and just be like what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> I heard this weird voiced person say that kids were going to Chuck E. Cheese what is Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> it's the place with the dancing and singing rat everyone knows that Dusty's room? Duck, I think. <laughs> my favorite place. <laughs> oh man, I have a Chuck E. Cheese in my room. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but yes, that is an avenue that you could decide to uh, to disc, uh, investigate further if you'd like to later. Um, that's probably all you're going to get on the van. Is there anything else you'd like to look up? Or are you going to be children where when you have one lead, you immediately beeline towards it? <laughs> we could always go. I mean, again, I didn't invite you technically, but we could always go to Mr. Corbett's house and, you know, do a little look-see. I would like to look up um, the local news for when Mr. Corbett's family died, just to read the news article for that. That uh, would probably means we have to go to the library to do that since this is the 90s. So, that, yeah. Uh, right. You could probably find a, a really quick, like, news. Like, it's not much, though. All it really says is that uh, there was a car accident and two people died, leaving a husband widowed. Um, not, <laughs> not much detail other than that. Uh, but yes, it is. I guess you did confirm that, yes, his family is dead. <laughs> so. I guess he really did have a daughter. <laughs> you just don't remember because you were young, she was young, and even like girls, ooh, ooh, cuties. Uh, they didn't so speak at a high enough away. grade level. Yeah, that too. They just didn't speak at a high enough grade level. <laughs> That's all it was really on. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, but uh, as far as uh, you, you could look at more stuff probably about Mr. Corbett, but as far as that angle goes, that's all you really get out of it. I feel like that's probably pretty good for now. I do think following the Chuck E. Cheese lead is our best bet. Plus, yeah. we get to hang out at Chuck E. Cheese for a while. Yeah. <laughs> a place, only notably, only children can go. <laughs> Am I wearing the right attire? Should I change out of my chinos? Uh, no, you should keep them on. <laughs> nice. Dusty, you have to dress up. Aww. I'll find a shirt without holes in it. <laughs> impossible <laughs> that's what I say as I'm going to make glasses impossible maybe the Chucky in your room will know all about it <laughs> do you want to talk to the rat in your room <laughs> you're like Cinderella you're able to talk to the rats <laughs> they patch your holes for you <laughs> you try in your head that's what's happening but in real life you, a, a rat just bites you and then rips your shirt yeah. a little bit more and runs off <laughs> Like, ah, I hate this. <laughs> it's magical. It's magical. <laughs> if only I had a door and it wasn't busted. Ah. 